0: If you're passionate about your ride, you're in the right place. Todd Bianco is talking cars, trucks, crossovers, electric and hybrid vehicles, and amazing auction and used car finds. This is All Revved Up from iHub Radio. Here's Todd.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm here with John McMullen this hour, and we're here to talk about Bring a Trailer auctions. That's what you think. (laughs) Yeah, we've got we've got different things to talk about, I guess here. Uh, but let's start with um, last uh, last time we met. Uh, your picks. Let's see, uh, 1996 Dodge Viper uh, was sold for 106 thousand dollars. They did wow. pretty good. That's a lot of money for that car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was that really great purple 2018 Ford GT. Right. One million fifty thousand. Oh my lord! <laughs> purple sells. It was it was a unique car. It, I mean, it was you know custom color it, for somebody who's famous. You know, blah, blah 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 that kind of stuff.
2: It does, and I'll, I'll tease this that there's some purple in our
1: diet today too. <laughs> there is. Uh, uh, then you had a 1967 Pontiac Firebird that sold for twenty six thousand five hundred. Pretty bad. good. Uh, then there was a 2001 Honda S two thousand. Uh, that sold, you just said you haven't seen many of those, right? Correct. The little convertible uh, Hondas? Yeah, it right. sold for 30500 30, Wow. I saw another one that sold for about 36000 this week. So that was a good price for yeah. a buyer. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, let's see, and uh, 1969 Chevy Camaro, uh, that was sort of a custom job. Uh, and that was bid to $30,000 and reserve was not met. Hmm. Mm. Now, from before that, I we had I had a premium listing, and that was the uh, the James Dean uh, differential from his Porsche that he wrecked and killed himself in. I remember that. That's right. It, well, it closed last time, and it closed for three hundred and eighty-two thousand dollars. Holy God and it's going what, to a museum? museum in uh, Las Vegas for public viewing.
2: Yeah, that's what I figured. To get that kind of price out of it it had to be some sort of institution like that because yeah. nobody's going to pay that for a
1: personal collection. Right. right, but what, you know, but people were bidding it. I mean, it, yeah. this was, you know, this wasn't like there was one person who just bid 382,000. I mean, that, you know, there were people bidding. Now the last bid was 380,000 and someone, you know, he bid, you know, 2,000 more and bam, they got it. So he said it's going to museum and it would be a happy place so people can come and see it wow now, <laughs> nice uh, yeah why not now i, I had picked oh uh, let's see where am i okay there it is a 1991 dodge stealth with like 16 miles on it like you know, i remember that the, the guy bought it dropped dead and his widow sat on it for the next you know 25 or 30 years right i mean literally like what else could it be it was in absolute pristine condition and that sold for fifty-two thousand dollars, which is pretty good yeah i mean that that that, that i think it was simply because it was like a brand new car yeah and these are really fun cars to drive i mean they're you know v6 engine and turbo and four wheel steering and uh you know rear drive blah 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 so it's a it's a really nice car uh then i had a 1989 porsche 911 speedster uh that did rather well too it sold for 171,677 dollars Ooh. Yeah, are, you know—speedsters are rare. You know, they're from the factory; they're popular. Yeah, and that was in good condition. So, yeah, that was a lot. Uh, then I had a 1984 Toyota Celica. That one was one, you know, just a sort of a simple car, and it sold for seven thousand two hundred dollars. Uh, which you know was a no reserve auction. Uh, then I had a 1983 Lada you know, <laughs> Russian uh, uh, that sold for six thousand one hundred and ninety bucks. Considering what a crappy car it is, it's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the steering wheel.
0: <laughs> oh a, yeah, it
1: was a, it was an old Porsche. They call it a banjo steering wheel from the fifties. It sold for you know eight thousand dollars. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it wasn't in that good a shape. It was cracked. Yeah. <laughs> it was not in perfect condition. Uh, and then I had a 1988 Honda CRX. This HF, you know, high fuel economy. This is a very uh, basic entry-level Honda Civic CRX. It was bid to 20000 reserve, not met. Wow! So there you have it. I guess somebody wanted more. <laughs> uh, I guess so. Sure, why not, right? All right, so that brings us to this week. And I'm a little puzzled by your first choice, John. This is a 44,000-mile, 2,000 Lexus GS400. Yep. White, sort of ghost white. uh, It's finished in crystal white over ivory leather and powered by a 4-liter V8 which is the same one they used in the LS, uh, with a five-speed automatic transmission. Equipment includes 17-inch alloy wheels, steering wheel-mounted shift controls, uh, power glass moonroof with a sunshade, high-intensity discharge lamps, fog lamps, body-colored spoiler, integrated brake lamp, uh, heated front seats and mirrors, dual-zone automatic climate control, a Nakamichi audio system, and an in-dash six-disc CD changer. It was first registered in New Jersey and spent 16 years in North Carolina before it was acquired by the selling dealer, uh, which is in Illinois apparently. Uh, It has 44,000 miles, and it's got a clean Illinois title. What made you pick it, just out of curiosity? Because it's kind of a, you know, it's an almost invisible car. You you can see it drive by and not give it a second thought. Right. So um,
2: I just happened to notice it today, and I've been in only one of these before, and it's the same uh, era. Uh, mm-hmm. The same year, right. and uh, it was the only differences is, is that the one that I was in before um, was black, and I bought it. Uh, <laughs> I bought it for an employee of mine as a salary guarantee with a relatively new company, wow. and um, and that employee was brutally murdered a few <sighs> years later. Sorry, that's not funny. No, but, it's oh not. God, it's not funny, bad. but yeah, it, it was. Uh, uh, it was really a crazy set of circumstances. I'll say, but um, but it was a really nice car, and I was like, wow, I never was smart enough to negotiate with somebody to give me a car as a backup in case the business right. went under.
1: <laughs> right. Well, that's yeah. not a bad idea, and frankly, it was a. I mean, this is a very comfortable, very. This thing can yeah. cruise all day and night on 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 a, you know the highway, and you never notice. Ah, uh, you know, you'll be comfortable, and uh, you know that's it. It's it's a nice car. Right. Okay, let's move on to your second one, which is the nineteen seventy two Lincoln Continental Mark IV. Again, uh, this re- always reminds uh, me of the uh, what's the what's the Gene Hackman movie, uh, The French Connection yeah or where they had, uh, where they had the coke and the you know inside the various rocker panels and things of the continental or or canon yes canon on yeah. uh, mm-hmm.
2: cbs tv um and again uh, a vehicle that i have uh even driven in many a time uh because my grandparents had one ah and so uh, i remember it was uh not this color but i certainly remember the experience of of being in that car uh, from my childhood.
1: Well, it uh, sold new at Dick Niles Lincoln Mercury in Portland, Oregon. It's still in Oregon and was acquired by the selling dealer from the son of the original owner, geez, uh, in April 2021. Finished in maroon with a black vinyl roof over maroon leather. The car is equipped with power steering, front disc brakes, power windows, power front seats, electric door locks, automatic temperature control. In those days, these were, you know, big deal luxury features. Now every car has this stuff. My
2: grandparents, uh, the one that they had, had the same color interior, but the exterior was black.
1: Right, and so it's got a... What, what's the interior on this? Maroon leather, yeah. right? Okay, its power is supplied by, you know, a Ford 60-cubic-inch V8 made into a three-speed automatic. Uh, they did various services. It has 92,000 miles, so it's got fairly low miles for a 1972 car. Yep. And it's in lovely, lovely condition. I mean, someone really babied that car for... Many, many, many years. Almost 40 years, actually. Yep. Jeez. Yeah,
2: getting now, old. Speaking of my uh, grandparents and cars uh, and my my background, the next car uh, appears to be sitting uh, at the beach down by Alki in West
1: Seattle. Wow. And, and it is uh, available in Seattle. This yes, is, uh, that's
2: what I'm talking about. Because yeah. in, in the background, you can actually see the Seattle skyline, including yeah. barely the Space Needle uh just above the uh, hood of the car, uh, or, the or the vehicle roof. roof I mean, yeah. Um, and uh, and this, when I look at this, I actually have a friend who had
1: one of these they're fairly rare it's a 1966 volkswagen single cab transporter so it's kind of like a pickup truck it's you know really small though
2: it's very tiny it the Mm -hmm. picture actually makes it look much bigger than it really is yeah but um but they did a nice job cleaning it up and i love the interior of it and i love the fact that it is in a bright purple and that it it just generally looks with the exception of the interior of the bed on yeah, it. The bed, they uh, they it could looks, have painted that. <laughs> they could have painted that. It looks really nice. And I yeah. could see this as being
1: a parade car. You and parade cars, you like that stuff. I,
2: I know. I, I keep thinking like this would have been the car to have maybe going down Palm Canyon during the gay pride parade in Palm Springs mm-hmm. uh with our talent uh at a talk show city in,
1: in the back end. Well, that's that, that could have worked for that. Yeah. Uh, and it wouldn't go very fast anyway. No, someone has driven this car because if you look at the front seat, it's got warm wear marks where somebody was actually driving it with a psychedelic purple, you know, two tone purple, uh, cloth. Right. And and I love, I love
2: the upholstery on these seats.
1: Yeah. It's really wavy. it's, It's very wavy.
2: Yes. It, it, if I were to use one word to describe this Volkswagen uh, product, uh, it would be groovy.
1: I think it was meant to be that, and it is. Uh, so let's, let's see. Uh, current bid is 12250 and it ends tomorrow. So we will find out next time we talk. Yep. Um, your next pick is a modified 1968 Ford Mustang Convertible 302 4-speed. Uh, and it's sort of in a gold color let's see what it says a gold paint with black soft talk black vinyl upholstery uh let's see the mustang convertible is a j-code example that was built in uh dearborn uh michigan j-code is the t- is it basically a code for the type of uh, bigger engine it has in it uh so it was built in uh, dearborn michigan in april of 1968 and it's finishing gold over black of uh, Power comes from a three hundred two cubic inch uh, V eight paired with a four speed manual transmission and features a, a black soft top, yeah, seventeen inch US Mag wheels, uh, will will wood disc brakes, so, you know, all these various little modifications to make it drive better. Todd, and a, a this, gigantic stereo system.
2: This would make um, a very fine Parade desert car? no desert <laughs> hot rod
1: for me, Daddy. Uh huh. <laughs> It's available in San Francisco, and it has uh, the new uh, California black and gold plates on it. Yep. Let's see. Bidding is at twenty-five five, and it ends tomorrow as well. And then your last choice is a twenty-six year old nineteen fifty-seven Ford Fairlane five hundred uh, Skyliner convertible. Now, these are very heavy retractable hardtops that were a big deal. You know, very you know, very tech. For right. the time. Let's come back and talk about it in a minute. We will. Yeah. Uh so this is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. We're talking uh auction cars on Bring a Trailer. This is all ripped up on IHub Radio, and we'll be right back.
0: It's Todd Bianco talking cars and
1: trucks on iHub Radio's All Revved Up. Here's Todd. Welcome back, I'm here with John McMillan. We're talking bring a trailer picks for this hour. Uh, Your last pick is really a lovely car. I mean, I've seen these basically in car shows. I rarely see them actually driving around, but it's a 26 year old 1957 Ford Fairlane 500 Skyliner convertible. So when I saw this, Uh, I saw this as a
2: car specifically for one person that I know, and (laughs) that was Miss Joey English, the Uh local radio personality and singer and actress. And um, she still very much lives in, I think that 50s and 60s era uh, Mm -hmm. with everything around her. And I could see her not only driving down the 111 in this thing, but I could also see her sitting on the tail of this thing in a parade with her feet sitting on what I don't think I have ever seen on a car like this one, uh, what looks like the platform off the back of an inboard uh, motor uh, boat. And uh, there's literally a platform big enough to stand there that comes out off the back of the vehicle, and that the big chrome bumper wraps around that, and it's separated on either side of the compartment where the hard top uh, retracts to. Uh, that is a, a tire
1: uh, holder. Mm-hmm. So and it even has chrome strips on, on either side of that, yeah. uh, you know, on that area you can stand. So maybe that's so you can stand there.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. And it, it just to me, this does say parade car
1: like no other. It, it does uh you've seen the pictures of this thing with the you know retracting the hard top. it sucks up like the whole trunk of course it is it is gigantic and it is heavy these were very very you know forward thinking you know uh ooh, look at the rare cars you know when they people would just ooh and ah just seeing the you know the top go up and down
2: and dude it even has air conditioning so it works here in the desert
1: yeah, it does, and I, you know, the way they said it, it says select air. I'm not sure if that usually it's vintage air, but it could be the actual air conditioning from Ford that was, you know, part of the package. Yeah. Uh, you know, it. Uh, I don't know. It's it's, it's it has, just it a, says it's Ford a cool select air air conditioning, so it must have been part of it. Somebody gave every option on this car. It's a power cool power windows, power brakes, power adjustable front seats, blah, everything.
2: Yeah, it is a cool car, and I ordinarily would not. Uh, select something like this but uh to me today this
1: was uh my unique find of the week and it is two-tone red and black uh, red and white and it is red and white inside the upholstery yep. outside everywhere someone spent a lot of money doing this you know redoing this car yeah uh current bid is at twenty-two thousand. Uh, that's not going to buy it uh, no nope. twenty-two, twenty-two, seven 750 and it ends in two days i'd be surprised if this car sold for less i mean in terms of the fact that it is a reserve that has to be yeah. met if it sold for less than 60 or 70 yeah I, I i we'll see if it sells at all it might be one of the reserve not met ones yeah you know cause that would not surprise me money doing it yeah okay Um, Now, now let's start on on, uh, some of my cars. This one is a 1986 Mazda Loose Limited Rotary Turbo. This is a Japanese domestic market only. I've never seen one before, but this would have been like the flagship Mazda product. I mean, it has, you know... Every you know, it has the turbo uh, rotary engine, which they were still famous for back then. It only has forty-three thousand miles on it. It has a four-speed automatic, not a three-speed. It has burgundy cloth interior and a white exterior. Uh, power adjustable front seats, uh, air conditioning, cruise control. You know, it, it it was a pretty loaded car for its day, and I've never seen one like it. I don't I mean, remember se- ever seeing a car from Mazda that looks so boxy yeah it looks almost Toyota-ish yeah very much yeah, yeah from from you know from the 80's era Toyota is boxy very well and this car was certainly boxy and it's uh, you know Japanese domestic mar- market so it's you know as long as it's 25 years or older it's easy to bring over here uh, it's sitting in where does it say import documents and a Washington title in the owner's name but the location is Neptune, New Jersey.
2: Uh, that makes a lot of sense, being <laughs> that it's licensed in Washington State on the exact opposite side of the country.
1: Well, it probably came in the port there. I'm just, just saying. I mean, you know, if, if coming from the Pacific Rim, it probably came into the port of Seattle or right uh, right around that area. Yeah, that could be. I mean I wouldn't be surprised and you know if they're if they're going to then turn around that's and sell true. it. that's true you know, anything why that bring across country.
2: Cars that are being shipped from Asia all come through um Washington through Seattle or Tacoma for the most part. Well or
1: or from Los Angeles. Yeah. I mean you know or or Port Wine. It's just that it's a it's lot, a lot, a lot closer
2: there. uh shipping port to uh Tacoma, Washington from
1: uh from Japan and that's right. why and most of those log are interstates. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Uh, this is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. You're listening to All Ripped Up on I Have Radio. We're talking bringer Trailer, and we will be right back after these words.
0: Detroit, and beyond. Todd's talking about trucks, cars, vans, SUVs, and even the occasional dune buggy. It's all revved up on iHub Radio.
1: Welcome back. Uh, John McMillan and I are talking bring a trailer picks this uh, this hour. Hi, John. How's it going? Good, thank you. Good. My next pick is a Chevy Camaro. It's a 1969 Chevy Camaro (coughs) uh, Z11. Indie Pace Car Convertible. I've always liked these. These are white with big orange stripes. I think they look terrific. Yeah. <clears throat> the car was manufactured in the third week of April 1969 at the GM plant in Norwood, Ohio, and is equipped with the Z11 Indy Sports Car Convertible Accents Package. Uh, the car was refurbished prior to its 2006 ac- acquisition by a Florida collector, uh, from whom the seller purchased it in 2013. Um, <clears throat> Duff white paint is accented with Hugger orange stripes And a replica Indy 500 Paste card decals uh, The Z11 option package added The RS and SS packages A Custom interior. They had me at Orange Houndstooth. I'm telling you, Orange Houndstooth, how can you go wrong? (laughs) Uh, Cal induction hood, you know, big, you know, big scoop there in front. Yeah. Uh, Powers from a 350 cubic inch V8, made it to a TH350, which is the three speed automatic transmission. And it has power windows. It has uh, air conditioning, has a white soft top, uh, tinted glass, and an AM radio. So, it's got a lot of really good options on it, including air conditioning, which I think is terrific, especially for the Valley. And, you know, it's a white car. And you can't go wrong with Orange Houndstooth, John. No. Now, uh,
0: the. i uh, taking your word
1: for that. It's is currently a 44 <clears throat> 750, uh, and it ends tomorrow sometime. I think it's going to have to be more than that. Somebody spent a lot of money redoing this car. Yes. people are people are complaining that the decals look look like they're slanted on the side and somebody's you know said well that's the way they were from the factory and I guess they replicated that but who knows who knows they don't they don't they don't they're not they're not parallel to the ground I can tell you that
2: <laughs> well as Everyone's you know i'm a i'm a sucker for a sixty seven sixty eight sixty nine camaro <clears throat> and uh so I love this car too um, I'm not a huge fan of the wheels, but, uh, I, I'd, I'd
1: replace them, but that's about it. Yeah. But you can find some wheels that are, you know, stock Camaro oh, I that know. you could probably yeah. like very much. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, let's see. So 44, 750 ends tomorrow. Uh, and you can, again, I love the hidden headlights. I love hidden headlights on these yeah, cars. They're cool. <clears throat> All right. Now, the next car I picked was a 1JZ-powered, that's just an engine. It's 1977 Toyota Celica lift-back five-speed. Now, somebody made this into their hot rod um, pocket rocket, whatever you want to call it. Yes, they did. And they spent a lot of money on it. Speaking
2: of wheels, uh, the wheels on this, they appear to be like a copper color.
1: Uh, Yeah. They're cool. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not quite sure what alloy that is, but it kind of matches the kind of ma- the the car is painted in. What is it? What color does it say? Uh, repainted. It's in purple, so it's a dark purple. Oh, it is. And it's it yeah, looks the, black. The car is in dark purple, yeah. and it sort of reflects in the wheels, which are co- copper and looks like purple in them. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so what it says, it says this 1977 Toyota Celica liftback was acquired by the seller in 2013 and has since been modified with a 2.5 liter 1JZ inline six, which is from a, uh, a Toyota Supra uh, fitted with a precision 6262 turbocharger. So they put a turbo on it aftermarket intercooler. Well, why not? Uh, engine control unit, master engine management system, power sent to the to the rear wheels through a five-speed manual transmission, and when, <clears throat> with a limited slip differential. Additional modifications include staggered width 15-inch uh, work equipment wheels. I guess that's the name of a company. Work equipment wheels, uh, TechnoToy tuning co- co- coilovers. Okay, four-wheel four wheel disc brakes and a four-inch exhaust. The car has been repainted in purple and fitted with JDM, Japanese domestic market style bumpers. And it also has Japanese domestic style, uh, they used the um, uh, uh, side mirrors uh, that are planted way on the front of the fenders. fenders. That's very Japanese as well. Yeah. Uh, Hard to adjust with your hand, right?
2: Yes, I, I'm <laughs> not, not, not. I'm easy. not. I have to admit, I'm not a huge fan of uh, of those uh, at all. But beyond
1: that, I think it's a very cool car. Yeah, it is cool. <laughs> Let's see. It features, interior features include Recaro sports seats with harnesses, a roll bar, a Momo steering wheel, and a JVC uh, multimedia media stereo. Uh, it's now offered with a clean California title. It's in San Diego, California. Someone spent a lot of money on this. It's got 25250 and it ends in two days. What do you think it'll go for? Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be have to be closer to four Thirty-five or forty for it to go. Yeah, because there's at least that much in modifications in it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and somebody's going to want their money back. Which, of course, is you know often wish, wishful thinking. That's why I always tell people don't don't restore it yourself. It's a fool's errand unless you're really an expert in this stuff. Right. Uh, just buy buy something that somebody's wasted their time and money restoring, uh, and enjoy that. Yep okay my next pick is sort of unique because I did not realize that this was the case this is a 1966 Shelby gt350 steel hood apparently almost all the hoods were um, uh, of these uh, mustang shelby's were done in fiberglass with steel frames and it had problems you know they were you know didn't didn't stay you know the fiberglass and and the, and the steel sort of you know I guess separated from each other and there were troubles with these cars uh, from the start with that particular type of hood and this is extremely rare because this is from the factory Um It says, steel hood, let's see, this hood is constructed of steel and removed from the seller's 1966 Shelby GT350 over 20 years ago. Uh, His um, wife made him sell it because she doesn't want it as decoration in his man cave. (laughs) Uh, I read that in the comments, by the way. Uh, The piece is finished in sapphire blue with white stripes. Uh, features an in, uh, integrated hood scoop as well as provisions for retaining for uh, the retaining pins. This steel uh, GT350 hood is offered at no reserve in Naples, Florida. Um, see if it, I think it was only <clears throat> 150 of these were made, so there's not very many that are out there that are like this. You know, so if you want to replace your you know your your hood that's you know got a problem with it that's fiberglass, finding a steel hood apparently is difficult. Hmm, I did not know this. You learn something every day. Yes, you do. You do. And right now it's at $2,600 and it closes in two days and it's at no reserve. So it will sell. Somebody will buy this car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, the next unicorn is a 28,000 mile Cadillac uh 2011 Cadillac CTS V. Uh, v is there like a, like AMG or, or M for you know for the. For, for I forgot BMW. that they had station wagons. It's very rare. Yeah. They had them for a couple of years. Uh, they sold in very small quantities. I mean, most of their station
2: too. wagons I see yeah. are honestly not really station wagons. They
1: are hearses. <laughs> Well, this isn't one of those, though. Yeah. You know, this doesn't – I don't even think it's big enough to be a hearse if you were to convert it. Um, it, It's just – it's very rare. First of all, it's a CTS-V, which is, you know, the the performance version of the regular CTS Cadillac. uh, Rare. It's finished in black over black leather and is powered by a supercharged 6.2-liter V8 paired with a six-speed manual transmission. Extremely rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, equipment includes a limited slip differential, magnetic ride control, a panoramic sunroof, a power uh, powered liftgate, dual zone automatic climate control, navigation, parking sensors, optional satin finished 19-inch wheels, uh, micro suede, which is I guess the same thing as Alcantara, uh, upholstery, uh, midnight uh, sapple, midnight sapple wood trim. Heated, ventilated, and powered adjustable Recaro front seats. Uh, modifications consist of uh, headers, uh, Corsa performance exhaust system, uh, Lingenfelter supercharger, pulley upgrade, uh, the uh, and Einbach lowering springs. Somebody even spent money on that. So this was a very expensive car to begin with. The car was first sold as a corporate fleet vehicle, which is interesting, in Michigan, and was later acquired by the seller in Pennsylvania in 2012. Uh, so the CTS V wagon shows 28,000 miles and is offered with two keys, a Carfax report, and a clean Pennsylvania title. The problem with any of these Cadillacs is that the interiors were total fails. You know, the the, the hard plastics and the cheap-looking, you know, instrument panel. I mean, it just, you know, it, it didn't really right. ex- excite anybody, and it was, you know— Nor it, should it. <laughs> Well, no, but I mean it was it was sort of typical of GM in those days to they've made a fantastic car under the hood. It could have looked better outside and it really could have been nicer inside. Yeah. Instead, you know, so uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how this was part of a corporate fleet, who knows, but it is extremely rare to see these, you know, all these various things including, you know, the the, the CTSV as well as a Wagon as well as a 6-speed manual transmission. So it let's see. Uh, current bid is fifty-seven, seven fifty, and this ends in four days. I don't know what the reserve would be on this car. Uh, somebody's gonna, you know, somebody put some money into it as well. Um, but this is a this was somebody's pet project that said, oh, I've always wanted a, a hot rod wagon, and here it is. Now I'm getting rid of it because my wife said to get it out of the garage. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. That's usually how these things end up on on sale, you know right. you have to ma- you have to get rid of it to make room for other things, yep, unfortunately,
2: get this out of here.
1: well, I can hear it already. They probably have you know three other cars that you know and they, they said pick one, <laughs> you yeah. know, pick one, sell this one, you know because they just need to get rid of it right <clears throat> now the next pick I had was sort of just it's a very simple. Um, little Roadster. It's a 46 years, uh, years family-owned, 1974 Jensen Healy Mark II. Um, it's a very nice little British Roadster. Um, it was purchased by the seller's father, In nineteen seventy five, they probably couldn't sell it in nineteen seventy four, and is said to have remained under the ownership of the Sellers family through their acquisition through the sellers, I guess the sellers acquisition in twenty nineteen. Finished in yellow over brown vinyl, the car is powered by one point nine seven three CC, Lotus Twin Cam inline four paired with a four speed manual transmission. Features include a black soft top, thirteen inch factory wheels, crank window. That's a feature. Crank windows is a feature, apparently and a at a later model. no, no i I can't stand the idea of having an automatic window. yeah, I mean, I didn't know that what's the other what's what's the option if it doesn't if you don't have crank windows and you don't have power windows, what's the other option? Uh, your fist <laughs> okay <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I, you know, they did remove the factory 8 track and now they have a CD version of it in there uh, I just thought it was very clean very simple, very nice looking roadster uh, it's no reserve it's at $4,000 and it closes in four days uh, so this is Todd Bianco I'm here with John McMullen, we're talking uh, bring a trailer auctions uh, on iHub Radio uh, all revved up and we'll be right back
2: Stay tuned. Coming up after the news at the top of the hour, Jeff Hawker will have a best of show today featuring his conversation with Jeff Norman from the McCallum Theater about their new 2021-22 season.
0: Todd Bianco's All Revved Up continues on iHub Radio. Participation encouraged, but not required. Call 760-544-TALK. That's 760-544-8255. Here's Todd. Welcome back. I'm here with
1: John McFarlane. Hi, John. Hey, Todd. And I thought what would be good for the little bit of time we have left is uh, B- a bring a trailer emails, uh, auction results from the previous month. Like the so the first or second day of each month, you get a, an email from them that says, you know, here's some of you know, the ones that we, you know, considered notable. Mm-hmm. At the top of the page is a purple 2018 Ford GT, the mm. one you picked. Oh wow! Selling for a hundred, one million fifty thousand dollars. That's at the top of the page. Purple sells. Purple sells, and then there's this. This I didn't. I didn't see this one. This is a nineteen ninety Nissan three hundred ZX twin turbo IMSA GTO race car. So it's an actual race car. This is not something you drive on a daily basis. Right. Uh, it sold for five hundred and forty-five thousand
2: dollars. Well, well, there's so many. Wealthy people out there who would like to uh, fashion themselves a race car driver. So maybe just owning the equipment gives it's sitting them in somebody's garage and
1: they actually literally put it on a trailer and bring it to a test track so they can wreck it. Yeah. Okay, and then another premium highlight is the four-speed transaxle from James' 1955 Porsche Spider. What did they say in that 000, letter? Eighty-two thousand, which I picked. And then there was also another one that I picked was the 1970 Mercedes-Benz S600 Pullman, the one that's really big, really long stretched, And that one went for 295000 And they highlighted that the uh, 1989 uh, Porsche 911 Speedster, the one that we talked about this week, which sold for 171000 they thought that was a highlight. So it's a good thing we can pick these things, John.
2: Yeah, maybe they should, uh, or maybe, maybe, just maybe, they're listening to us, and they're it, like, it, oh, these are the ones that we need to really focus right. on. What did the, they, I'm interested to hear, what did, uh, what did the letter say regarding the James Dean part?
1: What it, it just gave the it just gave, this just gives notable sales. Oh, but, uh, okay, so it doesn't give much more than that. And another one that's on this list that you picked is a 1925 Fiat 519s Torpedo Sports Special, which was a red boat tail, um, gigantic. I Fiat. remember that, yeah, yeah, it sold for $391,000. Wow, god, uh. <laughs> Uh, so, notable no reserve results. This is one we, I did not pick as a lifted 2004 Mini Cooper S, six-speed, sold for 16500 which is probably more than they put into it. I mean, less than they put into you it. You
2: know, the founder CEO of bringatrailer.com is one of the hosts of their podcast. Mm-hmm. And we really should try and see about booking him as a guest on this program in the next few weeks. Uh, because I'll bet that he'd be happy to come on and talk with us and, and talk about the site and how it evolved. I mean, it's now, I believe it's owned by Hearst. Um, yes, they bought it. Yeah. And, and that had to be a, a real point of validation for him as well. And of course, it's nice when you've got somebody who believes in, in your dream and comes in and buys your company and lets you run it.
1: Right. That's that's the key part that they still run it. Yeah. Uh, So there's there's a couple more here that has a 2005 Ford GT. It's a red one sold for Uh, $313,000. 782,000 mile Okay, get wow. that. seven hundred eighty-two thousand mile, nineteen seventy-nine Mercedes-Benz 300 TD, which is a wagon, a diesel wagon, sold for nine thousand one hundred twenty-three dollars. On its last inch of a mile. Oh no, it has oh. a million miles, you know, on it. So you know, it only needs another hundred and twenty, two <laughs> two hundred and twenty, I guess. Yeah. Uh, And then, this is one I think you and I talked about at one time. It's 1985 Toyota Corolla GTS. A Toyota Corolla GTS, a red one with hidden headlights, sold for $40,000. $40,000. Wow. For a Toyota Corolla. Yes, I know it's a GTS and all that, but it sold for $40,000, which I think was a record for them for a Toyota Corolla.
2: I imagine. That's (laughs) a lot of dough. What do you uh, suppose that thing
1: sold for brand new, like twelve or thirteen? Uh, yeah, for a nineteen eighty-five. Yeah, I mean less than fifteen for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a it, it's a nice car. I mean, it was a nice car when when it was purchased, but I mean, still, it's a lot of money now. Uh, they have uh, model highlights. They're doing Acura NSX as their highlight for this month, uh, and let's see, a first generation NX N- NSX results. There was a 6-speed from 2000 sold for $95,000. A 1995 NSX-T 5-speed sold for $97,000. A 1995 NXT 5-speed sold for $120,000. <laughs> and a, and a one-owner, 22,000-mile 1998 Acura NSXT t uh, 6-speed sold for $130,000.
2: You know what? I'd love to hear from some of our listeners who may share the uh, the auctions at bringatrailer.com, and they're certainly welcome to call in during this hour of the show each week as well and share some of their uh, finds, and it'd be kind of nice for us maybe to take some of, of the, th- the things that are catching their eye and, and hear about those and be able to share that with the audience as well.
1: Right. Um, And then their their final uh, Generation 1 NSX sold, you'll see, an 18,000-mile 2005 Acura NSX six-speed sold for $150,000. Let's see what they say here is that um, uh, there are some statistics. The sale rate was 84% in May. Uh, Let's see. They sold – they listed 1,658 vehicles. 26 premium listings there's not that many premium listings obviously because you know pay a little more and you get better you know lots more photographs and stuff they had 34 station wagon listings now I didn't know that we were breaking that out <laughs> and 464 no reserve listings, which I think are actually kind of more exciting to see if you know things yeah. sell because you know it's going to sell. Right. Uh, sometimes I'll watch one of these auctions where it's you know it's supposed to end in two minutes and that two minutes gets extended to ten minutes, gets extended to twenty minutes because keep people keep bidding. And I'm bringing a trailer. When you bid during that last two minute period, it resets the clock to two minutes. Huh. Yeah. So, I mean, people are bidding at, you know, five seconds, they bid again, which resets it to, you know, resets it again, and somebody else bids and resets it again. I mean, you know, it, it goes on like that. So, it's uh, it's interesting to see, and, some, and then oftentimes, there'll be all this bidding and bidding and bidding, and then reserve not met.
2: So, you know what, Todd? Right now, I'm going to reset the last minute of this show to right
1: now. Perfect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so... This is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. You're listening to All Revved Up on iHub Radio. Uh, We're glad you're listening to us, and we'll see you next time. Absolutely. I'll see you next week, Todd.